what is this show about? Hello everyone, welcome to The Commentator, where my opinion is just like that baked potato you order to go with your steak. You don't really need it, but it's there as an option. I'm RJ, and today I'm going to be reacting to The Tiger King on Netflix. I've been seeing a lot of memes all over the internet about Carol Baskin, but I still haven't watched it yet, and it's been out for like a while now. Oops. <laughs> so join me as I watch it and react to it for the very first time. If you haven't watched it, be careful, there are like spoiler alerts. But first, let's get to the appetizer. So before I choose something to watch on Netflix, I look at the cover art because I'm too lazy to read the titles, but I also read the description sometimes. So for today's appetizer, I'm going to be reading some descriptions to some shows that I haven't seen yet, and there's a lot because there's a lot on Netflix, and I'll use that information to come up with what I think the plot is going to go in the show. I might get it completely right. I might get it completely wrong. I won't know until I watch it or if you guys tell me what it actually is about. So feel free to like message me. But like if you remember the Amanda show, you'll remember this skit because I'm calling it Block Blister. So basically like Block Blister is where Amanda and Drake and their crazy uncle own like a blockbuster, but it's a block blister. And it's a sketch, basically, where they take, like, famous movies and they reenact it in their basement, but, like, completely off of what the thing is. So that's why I'm calling it Blocklister. So I'm just going to go onto the Trending Now section of Netflix. Uh, one of them that I see is Working Moms. I'm going to just click on it. So the description says, Maternity leave is over and it's time for these four moms to return to work while navigating kids, bosses, love, and life in modern day Toronto. So what do I think this show is about? So, okay, so it's four moms. So I think it's going to go like, like a kind of like a Desperate Housewives, kind of like a Bad Girls Club kind of vibe. That's what I think. And one of them, we're going to call her Deborah. She's like, a soccer mom. She doesn't actually have a job. She just is a stay-at-home mom because the husband makes a lot of money, but he, but she's having affairs. Affairs for days. I think the second mom works in like a diner and she's like, has this amazing pie recipe and like the owner of the diner won't let her sell her pies. So she's trying to do that. Um, I think the third mom, she is like, her husband left her and she has to go back to work as a single mom. And like, she's balancing like work life and home life with a single mom raising a kid. And like, she falls in love with her boss and like the boss ends up paying for everything because you know, the boss got money. I think the fourth mom probably like, I think the fourth mom is a CEO. She's like the HBIC she like tells it how it is and then all of a sudden they all get invited to a kid's birthday party and they never knew each other and like they're at the park while the kids are having fun and they're living their separate lives but then i think maybe one of them spills something on the other and then like it's a big quote unquote brawl because they don't actually fight they t it turns out that they had a lot in common and then they all start becoming friends. Probably they rob a bank or something. Oh, no, that's a different show. They all get hired for like a heist. Like they have to go steal like some sort of diamonds in this like the biggest art gallery in Toronto. And then they don't get caught. And I think that's the end of the season. <laughs> Maybe I'm wrong, but I have to watch it to find out. The next show is called 
unorthodox. And the description says, a Hasidic Jew woman in Brooklyn flees to Berlin from an arranged marriage and is taken in by a group of musicians until her past comes calling. So we're following her. She like doesn't want to marry this guy. And she takes the first boat to Berlin. I don't know why not plane, but I think it's a boat. Because, you know, boat journey is a lot more fun. And then she gets to Berlin and she realizes she doesn't have money for like the cab ride. So the cab like pushes her off the street. And like she ends up at this bar where these musicians are playing and she like goes in and like listens to the music and she's really jamming to it. So like she can't let anyone know who she is. It's like a protection identity kind of like secret thing. So she comes up with a new identity and like the lead singer of the band is fond of her. So he takes her in and like it turns out she can sing. She got pipes. So now she's traveling around with them, going to various bars, various parts of Berlin, learning their songs, singing on stage with them. But like everyone in the band is trying to figure out who she is because she's not from Berlin. So she doesn't have like an accent, but she can sing really well. So they want to keep her there, but they don't know what's going on. But on the other hand, the husband is like trying to track her down, getting like the secret services and like private investigators is going in trying to find her until one of them finds her singing at a club because like you could recognize someone's face and like taking pictures and taking video of her singing and sends it to him and they're like coming in getting her they travel all to berlin just to get her but it turns out she falls in love with the musician ah and at one point they were like fighting and then they grab her and they take her but then the musician's all heroic, but then he gets shot. Like the woman just fighting and like she grabs the gun that was like that shot them. And then like she's she's protecting everybody. She's like, bang, stay away from this. Bang, stay away from him. Like bang, bang, bang. She's like, I'm going to save myself because I ran away from you. I'm going to keep running away from you. Get away from here. And because like he was technically like invading and like breaking laws, he gets arrested. And I think that's the end hopefully that was like right if i'm wrong sorry it's just a prediction of what i think it is based off the description (laughs) but anyways the next title that i'm gonna look at is pup academy and the description says furry friends take a rebarkable journey in the series about an extraordinary school for the cutest cuddliest and most curious puppies okay i think i'm gonna like this show so it's about puppies so it has to be cute and wholesome. But the little images just show the dogs wearing like school uniforms and it's so cute. So I think what happens in this show is like we follow one pup. He's like a mutt where everyone's like fancy expensive dogs. I think they talk. You cannot have a show about pups and they cannot talk. But we're just following his journey and like he's small. He's not as big and as smart as all the other dogs but he's trying And then he meets friends along the way. But like the big bully dog is like, I'm going to say a golden retriever. Like he's the jock of the school. He's the know-it-all. He's the one that's like the teacher's pet and can get so can get away with everything. And he's like the favorite among all the teachers because he's a jock. And like his poodle girlfriend, like bully the smut. And it's so sad because like he's like crying, but it only pushes him to be better. He like goes from C's to A's in his test scores. He is like 
very dedicated to try and ace the school. And he's the first one to get adopted at the end. Oh, yeah, I'm going to definitely watch that. If it's not that, then I'm going to be so disappointed. I should be writing these stories. <laughs> I know, I know all of them are blockbuster hits. You can go out and watch them now. They are available on Netflix because they're not the actual Netflix show. <laughs> Anyways, let's go on to the main course where I'm going to be watching the Tiger King episode one. Again, if you haven't watched it, you can watch it before you keep listening or watch it with me. Actually, don't because I'm going to be editing it. So there are going to be spoilers. I can't be held reliable or liable about any spoilers that you might have not known. Plus, it's the first episode. Anyways, let's get started. All right, guys. So I have the first episode pulled up on my tablet here. But first, let me read the description. So it says, meet Joe Exotic, the gun-totting operator of an Oklahoma big cat park. He's been accused of hiring someone to murder his chief rival, Carol Baskin. Wait, is that the one? Isn't that the one that all the memes are about? Okay, so I'm going to go ahead and get started. Here we go. Where do you want to start? I guess at the beginning somewhere. It was a crazy beginning. Okay, so the first thing, I don't like it when people do that. Like, where do you want to start? Clearly start at the beginning. It's not a story if you don't start at the beginning. Why would you start in the middle with no context? Okay, I'm going to keep going. That's a lion in a car. <gasps> and I might be one of them people. I don't know. But they're all half out there, man. They're crazy. You know, there's not every day that a zookeeper went to prison for murder for hire. Here is a fact that may make you stop for a second. There are more captive tigers in the U.S. today than there are in the wild throughout the world. Come on, you sick. Oh, that was a weird fact to start off with. That's crazy. More captive tigers than there are wild. Oh, okay. Is it beast? Hi, little man. Have a big smile. There you go. Show them calls. Oh, it's so cute. I don't believe how many sheriffs told me, oh, yeah, just down the street, there's a guy that has a lion or a guy down there that has a tiger. They just feel very strongly that these are mine and nobody's going to take them from me. Who would own a tiger? This must be in Florida. They'd be owning alligators and shit. I'll just say it's real simple. Don't own big, dangerous, exotic animals because it's a time bomb. Everybody has a story. Everybody has owned one. It's always been a, a bad, bad ending. I've been doing this 20 years, never even been bit. Oh, I like that. Okay, it just showed the guy saying he hasn't been bit. And then the tiger goes running after him. He's a completely insane, gay, gun-toting, drug addict fanatic. Oh, it was pronounced toting, not totting. My bad. I don't know how to read. (laughs) He was like a mythical character living out in the middle of bumfuck Oklahoma. The well-known zoo. Oklahoma? Not Florida? Wow. Do they need to be referred to as a 
refrigerated? Or, I mean, you know, because they're, they're acclimated in Florida, you know, if they're born and raised here in Florida. Are these as rare as uh, the clouded leopard? These are rarer than the clouded leopard. It just blew my mind. What is a snow leopard doing in the back of this guy's hot van? What the fuck is going on? That set me on this journey to really understand what is going on with people keeping big cats in this country. Oh, little girl. Maybe take it off. Oh, you don't want to take it out. Your whole, your whole, your, your whole audience will say, "Oh my God, that guy has a mullet." <laughs> Does it feel good to stand on my stage with 500 pound tires and everybody envy you? Absolutely. Okay. I would be uh, the biggest liar if I said no. Now stop. It's a brand new shirt. Now quit. You have a sense of <laughs> bonding with them, or you have a sense Is there like an emotional connection between you and these yeah, cats? Very emotional connection between me and these cats. Extreme. Good afternoon, ladies and gentlemen. I'd like to welcome you to the Greater Wonderwood Exotic Animal Park. I can assure you you're going to get closer to Tiger's Lines here than you will anywhere in the world. As a matter of fact, you're going to get so close, I can almost promise you some of you will be urinated on. If it happens, we have t-shirts at the gift shop that says, I got peed on by a tiger. All right, everybody. What I need you guys to do is walk right on down the fence line right here. You're... Sorry, quick side note. Sometimes I watch with subtitles on, not only because I'd be snacking too hard, but like sometimes I don't understand what they're saying. <laughs> My bad. For Joe, the zoo was his stage. It was the one place he could shine. He could control every aspect of it. From the start of the day to the end of the day, he filmed everything. You know, I've, I've done a lot of shit in my life, but I've never experienced anything like Joe Exotic. He knew that I could make him famous. We did a show every night, and I'm going to say nine out of ten shows was about the animal rights people and Carol down in Florida. One thing you're forgetting out there, you animal rights people, and especially Carol Baskin, and that's Carol Baskin down at Big Cat Rescue. It was all part of Carol Baskin's plan with Peter the Carol Baskin. Carol Baskin is so influential that Carol Baskin and Carol Baskin. Man, if he ever had an enemy in his life, it was Carol Baskin. Hi, I'm Carol Baskin, and I'm the founder and CEO of Big Cat Rescue. We're the world's largest accredited sanctuary that is devoted entirely to caring for big cats. Oh, here's Carol Baskin. We've been in this pissing match over tigers. If there's one thing I know for sure, it's that big cats don't belong in cages. Your destination is ahead on the right. Here comes Carol. Oh, she's dressed perfectly. Oh. Wait, she doesn't... This is Joseph. Wait, she doesn't believe that cats should be in cages, but she has a lion in a cage. What? What really sets apart a cat rescue from a zoo is that we are fixing the problem, they are creating the problem. People like Joe Exotic, what they are doing is breeding cats for life in cages. 
tiger needs 400 square miles of territory in the wild. So there's no cage that's going to be sufficient. But the reason that we have cats in cages is to provide them a safe place to live until they die. Bitch, what you talking about? Nuh-uh. Oh, Carol Baskin. This was our oldest cat. Black Mamba was a jaguar. Okie was an ocelot. Champlain was a Canada lynx. Oh my god, they have a memorial for all of the cats <laughs> that <laughs> have passed. In addition to Joe, the most notorious cub breeder petting operation is Doc Antle. Antle is much more sophisticated, much smarter. He's fearless. Joe wanted to be so much like Doc Antle, he sent several of us up there to see his facility so we could do the same thing at his place. He's taught me quite a bit as far as being able to market the zoo and, and make money at the zoo. We believe these incredible up-close experiences makes a connection between them and the wild world, opening their hearts and their wallets for us to do our worldwide conservation work. Like what is the cost of he gave him credit. We feed super quality food that anyone would be glad to eat themselves. It's a minimum of $10,000 a year to feed each tiger. That's a fat tiger. Look at him, chonk. I can feed a tiger for $3,000 a year. And you've got how many tigers right now? I have 227. So you're That's a lot of tigers! A million dollars feeding your tiger? Just feeding. Tiger selfies, a big trend on a dating app. The tiger selfie is a growing trend on sites like Tinder and OkCupid, apparently. Oh yeah, and this is how endangered species can save themselves, by helping us get laid. <laughs> Wild animals have been brought on to the late night shows. How do you hold these? In? Yeah, I would love hold to get your breath. And when people see that, they want to emulate it. Go ahead. All right, yesterday I had my day off. I went to the GW Zoo. Uh -huh. Shout out to Exotic Joe. I got two more tigers. Hey, look at me how young I am there on Letterman. Man. Time that you're four weeks old to the time that you're 16 weeks old, you can profit $100,000 on that cup. People who pimp out tiger cubs can only use them from the time that they're a few weeks old until they're about 12 weeks old. And when they get to be that age, they can take a finger off. There's almost no government regulation of private possession, which I believe is leading to the unbelievable number of these cats in captivity. Bitch, you have cats in captivity too. A tiger crisis in this country. Carol Baskin was supported by the help of PETA to the point that they've actually made me a target now. PETA is unapologetic in its mission to help animals, and we've been targeting Joe Exotic for many, many years. I think that we can't underestimate how dangerous some of these people are. Oh, I can't stand PETA sometimes. They think that animals are being beat everywhere they go. We didn't beat tigers at our zoo. We sure got accused of it. Those people are fucking insane, man. Yeah, they are. Actually, they scare me. She's got tens of thousands of people out there brainwashed that we're abusing animals. I just called her a plain out hypocrite. 
You're open to the public. You're doing bone tours, night tours, day tours, kid tours, kid camps, weddings, you name it. If you're taking photos and stuff, it'd be great if you would use the hashtag BigCatRescue. So you can find us there. Go ahead and open the gates and go see some cats. It's money. She's opening the gates for them to go see the see the cats that she brought. If you're not fucking exploiting animals at that point, what the hell are you doing? These guys are checking out Max and Mary Ann. Carol is, I would have to say, a hero of mine. She is an awesome advocate for cats. These animals have a life to live now, a happy life to live. And I tell everyone... You're at a zoo! It's Carlton of, of Animal Sanctuaries, because you just do an amazing job. In my opinion, Carol Baskin was as bad as Joe. They were both, you know, taking advantage of exotic animals to make money. This is a prepaid call from Joe Exotic. An inmate at the Grady County Jail. Oh, he's in jail now? For 2019. You know why animals die in cages? Their soul dies. I'm not going to be accused and go to prison and lose everything I have for things that other people did. Before this is over with, I'm going to shut down on everybody. Dang. Whoa. I did not expect Tiger King to be that. I guess I expected it to be, I don't know, just about Carol Baskin, because I see all the memes on that. Wow, okay. Why can't everyone just love each other? (laughs) Isn't that hard just to love each other? All right, so from the first episode, we learned who the Tiger King was. That was Joe Exotic. And then I forgot the other guy's name. He was... Albert or whatever his name is. Uh, he was like another big cat owner. And then you got Carol Baskin. And like animal rights and learning about their lifestyles and how... What was his name? Oh, Antel. I think that's how he said it, Antel. So this first episode was just basically about introducing who these people were. And, like, what their story is so far. From looking at the memes that I see on, like, Facebook and Instagram, there has to be, like, a murder case in here somewhere, I guess. I think that's why he's in jail, is because of the Carol Baskin killed her husband memes. I'm not sure. I guess we have to, like, keep watching to find out. I really like the two big cat people. Like, they're funny. They have, like, TV and, like, stage personalities. Like, they're very over-the-top. They're, they're performers, essentially, but they also have, like, educational aspects towards it. Like, not only are they trying to entertain you, they're also teaching you something. Like, I think that's what Carol Baskin was doing in this first episode as well. She was showing her cats that she collected from all of these other people, and she's letting guests come into her park to see the wildlife that shouldn't be in a park. Like, these are the people, or these are the wildlife that should be living in the wild, not in parks. Um, 
one thing that you can do is to like go out and stop it. She has this following where she has people going out for her, sending emails, getting footage, going undercover and getting like all of these videos and everything to like try and bring these people down. The only thing I don't like is that she's very hypocritical. Like so far in the episode, it hasn't said anything about what she does after she catches them. I just saw like a whole lot of the memorials and stuff. Antol, I don't remember how to say his name. He said that he is the top cat person. I thought there was going to be a rivalry between the two, like him and Joe. I don't know if there is going to be later on in the series, but seeing how like Joe gives him credit for learning how to run the zoo, learning how to market his zoo, like he says like what he learned is from him. So I thought that was pretty cool. I don't think there's like bad blood between them. I could be wrong, but like both of them hate like PETA, Carol Baskin, all those animal rights people. It's like a debate and like it's it's all politics really. Literally, it's politics going to Congress and asking them to make a bill and pass a law on owning exotic pets. I guess we just have to keep watching to see what's going to happen. We did see Carol Baskin's husband in this episode. Is he the one that dies? I don't know. I guess we have to watch the next episode. All right, guys, that was me reacting to the first episode of The Tiger King. If you watched it, let me know what you think. I would love to hear about it. Anyways, thank you for listening to The Commentator. As always, you can find me on Instagram at rdtorado and on Facebook at The Commentator Podcast, where you can join in on the conversation. New episodes come out every Friday wherever you listen to podcasts, and I would see you spectators later. See ya. 